great to see you this yeah. morning on Zoom. It's great Super. to be here. We have got some exciting news coming up because we have got Catalyst Local, where we're going to be worshiping together. And Drew's got lots of details for you. Then I'll fill in a couple other things as yeah, well. Yeah, so Catalyst Local, it's happening. And if you have like one of those emojis on your uh, Zoom call right now, like give a thumbs up or a hands clap. So it's going to be July 20th through the 22nd from 1 o'clock p.m. to 8.30 p.m. We're going to fill those three days with awesome worship. Lots of great mission work in the afternoons, maybe some recreation as well. We'll bring in food for dinner for you, and then we will be worshiping in the evenings, have time. Everything will be done in family groups, so lots of good time with family groups, lots of safety as well, social distancing. We've got some custom masks that we've ordered for you that are going to be really sweet, and we ordered them from none other than... Cool Carl. That's exactly right. With the chicken nuggets. Yes, no chicken nuggets on the mask, but we do have masks from Cool Carl, and it's going to be awesome. Del Wallace, if you remember him, he was with us 3D Nows ago, and he was our speaker that came in, works in Waco for Vertical Ministries as part of Baylor, and he will be back again. He's so excited, squeezing it into a very busy July for him. And then Angie Eddy is going to be our worship leader. She and her band will be here, and she's awesome. You will love her. So. Looking forward to a great time and to seeing you get signed up because the details are, how much does it cost? Yeah, it's 50 bucks right now, but it's going to go up soon. So uh, I think we're going to do something in the comments right now. We're going to go ahead and send you the registration link right now. You can click on that, get registered, so you have zero excuse, right? So go ahead and click on that, and you can register right now for $50. That's right. Register before the 6th of July to get that $50 rate. Do it right now. Send it to your mom or dad, whoever, or you do it yourself. Just get signed up. You do not want to miss out on those three days in July. And because of COVID, we have a limited amount of spots available. So not only do you want to get locked in on that price, but you also want to lock in your spot. That's perfect. And going from thinking about being missional and being on a mission, we're transitioning to what we've been talking about the last couple of weeks and we're continuing for two more weeks so we've talked about heroes and how heroes embrace who god made them to be the first week yeah in this week two we talked about how heroes take care of the people in front of them so we see a need and we feel a need this week this week this week today we're going to talk about how heroes are stronger when they are on a team so we're going to get into that and we're going to have a lot of fun today Exactly. So it's going to be a great show this morning for you. We have a great team together here today. We've got Sarah. We've got Brenna. We've got Phoebe today all sharing with you. It's going to be an awesome morning, so just sit back and enjoy. And now for your superheroes of the day. We're just going to call out their aliases. If you know their real name and who they really are, feel free to put that in the chat. The cost was great. In the end, their king fell. Settle down, yes. <laughs> the source of their power was taken from them. The last great war ended, we withdrew from the other worlds and returned home to the realm eternal, Asgard. And now we have a new episode tonight at the movies with 
Brenna. Hey guys, so I am at the movies with a couple good friends of mine. Today we're going to talk about three. Get ready because we're talking about heroes and how they work better together in teams. So who wants to start us? My movie is Wonder Woman. I really hope you've seen it. It's an incredible movie, woman power. But Wonder Woman was raised by this huge community of really strong, fierce, but also compassionate women who just trained her and loved on her and taught her until they were kind of a family and a team. And Wonder Woman goes on to do all these crazy, amazing things. But if you trace back her story, she wouldn't have been able to do any of that without them. And now we're gonna watch a clip to show you just how awesome they are. I'm so excited. The gods gave us many gifts. One day you'll know them all. This is where we keep them. It's beautiful. Who would wield it? Only the fiercest among us even could. And that is not you, Diana. You will train her harder than any Amazon before her. Five times harder. Ten times harder. Never let your guard down. You expect the battle to be fair. Until she is better than even you. But she must never know the truth about what she is. What is this place? Who are you? It is our sacred duty to defend the world. Right. Whoever you are, you are in more danger than you think. Be careful, Diana. If no one else will defend the world, then I must. Yep, that's not gonna work. Put, please put the sword down. It doesn't go with the outfit. At all. All right, well mine is the Justice League. So Justice League, think DC Comics, you know, Batman. Classics. The Flash, yeah, classics. So basically, an evil group of aliens invade, invade <laughs> Earth and this team works together to save the planet. If I was Batman, I couldn't do that by myself. That's a lot of work. So definitely working as a team yeah. can get the job done. Yeah. Watch this clip for proof. They said the age of heroes would never come again. It has to. Superpowers again? I'm rich. One thing I can tell you is you got to be free. My turn. Come together. Right now, right now. Come together. Right Shall we? Okay. Phoebe, do you have a movie? Yes. 
One of my favorite movies, actually. I have Invin- Avengers Endgame, nice. which I'm sure everyone's seen, and if not, please watch it. It is seriously one of the best movies ever. Um, in the clip that I'm about to play, obviously, every single... There's a whole bunch of different individual teams throughout all of Marvel. There's quite a few, like Guardians of the Galaxy, the Avengers, but... In the very final battle against Thanos, they obviously need each other to help and beat him, as we see here. On your left. Okay, so you just heard some movie examples of people that were on great teams and some of the favorite movies that we have of watching that with superheroes. And you may have heard about the disciples also who were part of Jesus' team. And they were, they were the people who followed Jesus. Usually when you talk about disciples, you talk about just the 12. But there were many more people that followed him than just the 12. And in the next few minutes we're going to talk to you about four key things about Jesus and about his team. Number one, they were diverse. The second thing is that they were made up of just ordinary people. The third is that they were on a mission. And the fourth thing is that even though they were on a mission and they were together as a team, they still sometimes struggled to get along. On his diverse team that Jesus had, he had 12 disciples, and it was a pretty interesting mix of people. He had Peter, Andrew, and James. John, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, another James, Thomas, Simon, Jude, and Judas. Some were fishermen, tax collectors, writers, preachers, 
Some of the people were poor. Some were more well off. Some had big opinions. Some were people with big faith and big questions. And so if you notice all the different backgrounds, the cool thing is they had different levels of popularity, success, and even faith. Not everyone was from the same culture or the same region. They didn't always get along, but they were still part of the same team. So Sarah, going along with the, with the theme of, uh, of girl power, Talk to us a little bit. So a lot of the time we talk about the men in the Bible, but there are also women who are just as important and essential to Jesus's ministry, not just as helpers, but they would help share the message of Jesus and even support them financially. So we're going to read Luke 8, 1 through 3, and it says, Soon afterward, Jesus began a tour of the nearby towns and villages, preaching and announcing the good news about the kingdom of God. He took his 12 disciples with him, along with some women who had been cured of evil spirits and diseases. Among them were Mary Magdalene, from whom he had cast out seven demons, Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod's business manager, Susanna, and many other who were contributing from their own resources to support Jesus and his disciples. So all of these women were healed by Jesus and then became disciples who traveled with him and supported his ministry out of their own resources. And being a woman in that time, that's some serious commitment and support. You know, Jesus chose his team with diverse backgrounds. They were all different. But the thing is, it was their differences that became their advantages and, and became the reason why they worked so well together overall. I think much in the same way that how our students are blessed with different kinds of Sunday school teachers, different people with different talents, different points of view that can come together to really form a great team. And we have a great team with our Sunday school teachers and leaders. So make sure later on when you're in the breakout room, tell them thank you. Um, another thing that we talked about is not only that they're diverse, but that his followers were also ordinary people. Jesus didn't exactly pick people who were like of high social status or had their name out there. Like he didn't go and find kings and princes and whatever. He picked ordinary people just like us and he chose those people to be his disciples. And so this is 1 Corinthians 1, 26 through 31. Brothers and sisters, think of what you were when you were called. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many of you were influential. Not many, of you, not many were of noble birth. But God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. God chose the lowly things of this world and the despised things and the things that are not to nullify the things that are so that no one may boast before him. It is because of him that you are in Jesus Christ, who has become for us wisdom from God. That is our righteousness, holiness, and redemption. Therefore, as it is written, let the one who boasts boast in the Lord. So the disciples who he walked around with and chose to be his partners were maybe seen as foolish or not wise and other unredeemable qualities, but these were the people he chose to spread his word and his love throughout nations because they were just ordinary people and God chose those people to show 
the rich and the wise, Jesus and God's love. Now we know that, that we talked about Jesus' team and that how they were diverse, how they were ordinary people. But then also, Brenna, tell us about how they were on a mission. Yeah, so we already know that Jesus' team of disciples were on missions before. They healed people. They brought others to Jesus and talked about him. But Jesus left, or before he left earth, he gave his team one last mission, and that is found in Matthew 28, 16, 16 through 20. It says, Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the end of age, to the end of the age. I can only imagine that the, that the disciples were absolutely terrified. God had, well, excuse me, sorry. Jesus had risen from the dead and said, go do this. I know I would have been absolutely like, astonished, first of all. Me. Like, oh my gosh, what? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Jesus come tell me that you have to do the same and baptize others and create nations. But it was probably a lot easier um, together as a team and not just doing yeah. it on their own. Yeah. That's definitely not something that you can do individually. So they started out... They were diverse, they were ordinary, they were on a mission, and it was easier for them to be on a mission maybe because of following Jesus and seeing everything that he had to do. Well, as, as this team started to grow, made up of diverse people with different backgrounds, um, they were ordinary, conflict would happen. As a team grows, any time there are more people involved, there's a better chance, a higher chance of more conflict and more problems. So even with a big team, a great team, you can still struggle to get along sometimes. In Hebrews, it gives us some advice in the 12th chapter of Hebrews, advice and encouragement um, to those early followers of Jesus, where Hebrews 12, verses 14 and 15, says, make every effort to live in peace with everyone and to be holy. Without holiness, no one will see the Lord. See to it that no one falls short of the grace of God and that no bitter root grows up to cause trouble and defile many. You know, there, there are big wrongs out there that we can come together as a team and to right those wrongs. You've, you've seen some of that. You see some of that in the news every single day. And you can make it a point to come together as a team, even though there's going to be some struggles and get along, but stand up together as a team in Jesus' name for what you know is right. We're better as people. Heroes are better on a team, but we're better as just ordinary, diverse people by being together on a team, even though it's hard to get along sometimes. So as we've talked about, obviously Jesus had a very diverse group of friends around him, and I think having a diverse group of friends would be pretty necessary because as we were talking about like with the Avengers, you would not want to see the Avengers movie with 20 different Tony Starks. The team would not work well. There'd be so much bragging 
and an ego the size of the planet, (laughs) that that team would not get anything done. They would be fighting each other the whole time. No, No, they would. They would be too busy deciding who's in charge to even fight the enemy. Exactly. And no like variety of cool skills. You know what I mean? Like no Hulk, no like Spider Man. Just I feel like the most meaningful conversations that I have had with people who might not be Christians or are Christians is having an opposing viewpoint. Like going, like getting really deep into conversation about like our beliefs, about how we feel about things, about why we feel about those things, why we believe those things are because of opposing viewpoints. And I think that diversity is important because without that, I wouldn't have those deep conversations and I wouldn't understand how people feel. I wouldn't understand my perspective better or maybe change it to something else or, I mean, yeah. Yeah. You made a really good point about how being and like explaining your beliefs to other people, how are you ever gonna understand, like why do I believe what I believe? Right, Till you if see you don't have side. to explain it. You know, and ex- when you're explaining it to someone else, that is proving that you yourself understand, you know what I mean? Like you can't teach somebody something that you don't know. Right. And you don't, diversity and just variety in your inner circles and your middle circles and just knowing people is how you learn things about life. So we've talked about what is important to have, to not to have, you know, all the different things in our in our circles. But I want to kind of touch on, like, who is missing from our circles? Because I n- know for a fact that none of us are perfect in being inclusive and, um, you know, reaching out to the vast types of people. So I'm going to put that out there. Who is missing from your circle? I personally have about two guy friends. <laughs> I have, I'm just not great friends with guys. What do you hope to get out of having guy friends? Like, what are you looking Obviously, for? Obviously, genders think different ways. Yeah. And so, like, having a guy perspective of things is obviously going to be different than your own and so you can see how each person works like a whole rounded kind of yeah yeah for me when you asked that question i thought of like individual people like from school or like that is like in my community that i know from like around my neighborhood that i was thinking like you know if i was better about reaching out to them if i was better about checking up on them or being like hey like what's new like they could be a part of my team you know i'm a real deep so I am definitely a person who tries to maybe not avoid, but have least amount of conflict in my life as possible. So if I am aware that someone is obviously and noticeably different than I am, I don't, one, I don't want to like argue with people. And two, it's like my own fear of having like being seen in the wrong, if that makes sense. Like people taking my stance and being like, ooh, that's her stance, so I don't like her. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm a people pleaser. So we talked about how having shared passions, shared experiences, other things, that even though a lot of diversity is there, will unify us for one purpose. But the way to really grow and 
make change, I guess, with that team is you have to invite people. You can't just stick with your same people all the time. You got to be like, hey, either you love Jesus like I do, or I know and I want you to know Jesus. Let me bring you in. Let me invite you to church. Let me invite you to this mission trip. You have to actively reach out and not just be okay with like, oh, our team is good. We're doing, we're doing good. We're chilling. Make it bigger. So our question to you is how in your life can you expand your circle into including other people who maybe don't look like you, maybe don't think like you, maybe don't have the same experience as you? How in your life can you include those people and have them join your team? Go. Go to breakout Woo. groups and stay classy. <laughs>